whether it be in sales, marketing, your relationship, uh, referrals, follow-ups, whatever it is, why most fail to scale their businesses or their sales or their ad campaigns or whatever it might be comes down to a very simple uh, category of things that aren't happening on a daily basis, right? And obviously, if people aren't succeeding, it's typically a, a combination of them not doing the work or not being inspired to do the work in the first place, right? And um, this has come about because I uh, I had a couple of conversations with a couple of clients over the past week, and it was blindingly obvious to me that these dudes were saying that they wanted to grow, you know, a seven-figure business, and they wanted to have all the luxuries that that could bring for them, and, um, you know, go through the process of not necessarily needing to actually uh, live the life that they're kind of living anymore, right, which is assessing the cost of inaction at the same time too, right, and I, 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 I very strongly, and you'll hear it through all the episodes in this podcast, and you'll hear it through all the, uh, the, um, the, the posts you might see of mine on Facebook or in our Facebook group, or if you're in our program right now, you'll hear me talk about this until the cows literally come home, right, it's about thinking about the costs of your inaction in the first place, right? Um, you know, the, the question of if in 30 days from today you're in the exact same place that you are right now with the with the sales that you don't have coming through still not coming through, with the team that you have right now not performing, still not performing, and nothing changed, like, how would that make you feel? Um, and if you were to you know, accelerate that a little bit and think about if if everything stayed the same from that 30-day period and you moved forward to, to 90 days um, and nothing had changed and you were still in the exact same position that you are right now, it was, uh, the question then is like, how, how would you feel then? You know, would you feel better at yourself? Would you feel worse about things? Would you feel um, healthier? in state of mind, would you feel healthier in state of body, would you feel healthy in state of spirit, would you be healthier in financial terms, right, um, or would you feel lower in spirit, uh, lower in belief in yourself, lower in financial uh, health or whatever it might be around the finances, lower in every other uh, sort of category of, of, of um, belief, I guess, whatever it might be, right, and, um, you know, for for the majority of people, they uh, they start to consider the fact that you know they might not feel anywhere as good at at, at that point after a 90-day period of them being in a position where they haven't actually progressed. Um, they feel significantly worse, right? And then there's obviously the thought of, well, you know, not, why stop at 90 days, right? Like if you uh if you had got to 12 months from today, you hadn't made any more sales, your marketing wasn't banging, uh, you didn't have a team that was performing well for you, and Maybe you, you, you know, if if you're struggling to get to seven figures right now, like you're not there yet. And if you add seven figures and you're trying to, you know, get to eight, whatever it might be, like, how would you feel not having made any progress between now and then? And I um, I always do my best to try and like illustrate the the, the thinking around this quite a fair bit too, right? Because 
the costs of these things, right? The costs of someone not feeling progression is typically their mental uh, their mental world disintegrating fairly fairly heavily, right? Like start thinking in more terms of doubt, start thinking in more terms of um, fear and, you know, going into apathy and, you know, wondering why things are going this way and not considering, um, you know, what what lack of action might have provided this current circumstance that they're in right now in the first place as well. But all of this also ripples out into other, other areas of your life as well, right? Like I know for myself, if I haven't uh, done the necessary work uh, in the business, right, like we haven't done the sales activities, I haven't trained my team, I haven't made sure that the pipeline is fucking well, well, well looked after, I haven't made sure that our cash flow has been looked after, I haven't made sure, um, you know, whatever area of the business it might be, if I if I don't have my finger on the pulse, I typically start eating worse um, because I start caring less about it because I get so hyper-obsessed around trying to fix whatever issue it is in the business. And if I'm not fixing it, then I know that it's slipping away from me and I'm not in progress and so too do the other areas of my life at the same time as well. You know, um, body starts getting out of shape, uh, start feeling a bit shitty around that. And there's obviously the uh, the conversation of like, how does it make you feel when you're speaking to people? Maybe like your wife, kids, um, husband, partner, whatever it might be, right? Typically, you're not in the highest spirits. I know for myself, I'm not in the highest spirits when I uh, when things are going good, if that makes sense, right? And typically the cost of not doing this stuff and not doing the work is the actual reason that I typically, and this is when it's, a, when it's consciously aware for me, right? Like when I can remind myself the costs of not doing the work, right? Whatever that might be for me and you, they're going to be different, right? The cost of not doing the work for me, uh, honestly, I uh, I hate living in a world where there could be a client that reaches out and says, like, Chris, we would be so much further ahead if if you would just lead a little bit better, right? Like, and you, you would show us the way. Um, we're feeling a little bit restricted. We're not actually, you know, progressing in the way that we could be because we haven't got a great leader to, to, to model off, right? And I, I, I that, that would pain me quite heavily, right? Like, people would start leaving and going to, to other businesses, whatever it might be. Um some some costs of not doing the work for me as well as like maybe I'd have to go back and you know get a job doing something that I hate right like uh, maybe I'd have to go and work uh, like a nine to five and um, you know have to clock in clock out sit in traffic and hate every portion of my day um, all day in day out or w- like worse than that maybe I'd have to like go back into the whole recruitment ring and actually have to deal with recruiters you know, judging me and, you know, deciding whether I'm worthy enough of being put forward to a fucking, um, a company in the first place and then putting me in a position where, you know, it takes me a year to get a job that I end up losing anyway because that fucking, I, I couldn't handle working in, in, in a work environment like that again. And then that obviously puts in the whole, uh, you know, how, how, how things are at home, right? Like if, uh, if Michelle didn't have someone that would be able to 110% offer the certainty that we can provide because I know beyond a measure of like doubt that I'd be able to create money at any point in time, right? Like, um, 
if 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 that wasn't something that was certain, right, uh, it would make life living hell for me because I wouldn't know if I'd be able to provide for these people in the first place, and then they would doubt me, and I'd start doubting myself more, and all these different things, and the disappointment would start getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and the 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 pressure and noise inside my mind's eye would get louder and worse every single time as well. Then there's obviously the um, uh, the self-belief dissipating and knowing that, you know, I, I, I could and should be doing better and all the uh, the things where doubt starts manifesting and it's not really addressed effectively and done, any, done in any way that would help be progressive at all, but it would just start eating away at my self-belief and I would start deteriorating more and more and more, right? Like, the cost of not doing the work for me is, is, is not just like not making more money, but it's like the feeling of uh, failure, right? You can fail, like you, you can take action and, and, and not feel good um, like if, if, if you failed, right? Because, you know, you maybe you made 100 sales calls and you, know, you didn't sign any clients or whatever it is, right? But then you have, well, at least you have data to work off and you can actually reverse engineer the areas that weren't working for you and work out what to do from there at the same time as well. But if you've not done anything and then you've got no data to work off, right, like you don't have like a good test batch of, 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 of data to work with, right, like if, if you haven't taken 50 sales calls, like you shouldn't even be, you shouldn't even be judging your, um, your close rates by any means, right, like you haven't taken enough sales calls for you to really be able to do that. Anyway, I digress uh, a, a marginal amount here. And for me, like the cost of not doing things are very large. And I, 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 I'm waffling on, a little amount, but it's it's just to illustrate like the cost of not doing something typically uh, will motivate people more more than anything else. But people will go to seminars, uh, they will listen to a podcast of mine, they will listen to me in our coaching program, Predictable Sales, they will see a cool post I put up, um, or whatever it might be. And uh, you get that, that spark of joy, that spark of interest, that spark of, you know, there being a light at the end of the tunnel. And you get that, I guess... Uh, that picture of what life would look like in 24 hours, 7 days, 30 days, um, you know, 3 months, 6 months, 9 months, a year from now, should you not do the work, right? You get that picture in that moment of inspiration because someone's put that vision in front of you. And um, where I find that to be good is like that means that you actually have the ability to see that. And where I find it to be challenging and I've experienced this myself, and I, I, I see this be challenging for many people out there as well, and one of the main reasons that, that people typically tend to lose that vision is because we typically tend to forget the things that are really important a lot of the time, um, mainly because we aren't, reminded of, we aren't reminded of them. Now, what I mean specifically, right, is the actual, like, to, to, to give you an example, a, a, a working example, if you were to, to consider um, the reason why most people actually put petrol in their car, it's not necessarily because they know it's time to put petrol in their car. It's because they're looking at the actual the dashboard while they're driving. Like right now I'm driving, and my petrol tank says that it is over half full right now, which means that I don't necessarily need to put any petrol in right now. But come time when uh, I need to put petrol in, it will start a flashing light for me, right? Now, you can say that's well and good. You don't need to put petrol in and, and, until you actually uh, need to see that flashing light come up or whatever it might be, right? But I used, I used to always leave it 
until it was, um, you know, like actually flashing for me to do so. Uh, that was probably because, you know, I didn't have the cash to um, worry about it, or maybe, it, it may have just been a habit that I created in the first place too. But now when I'm driving, I get to like half, like, yeah, I kind of rather it be full, right? Um, mainly because it just gives me a level of confidence that uh, I would genuinely feel better having a full tank of petrol. It's just one of those things where, like, I think the house should be clean, I think the car should be clean, I think the, the petrol tank should be full, I think we should always have a fucking... Uh, a skin-tight fade, right? My reasoning behind these things is because it makes you feel strong, makes you feel confident, makes you feel good about yourself because, you know, you, you've got control of the things that you can control within your own personal, you know, reach, I guess, right? But when it comes to reminding ourselves, you, you know, the actual, uh, um, the, the, the fuel tank will tell you when you need to put petrol in. But when it comes to reminding ourselves of the costs of things not going right if we don't do the work and the cost of inaction, we typically only have it happen when we have that small source of inspiration that comes through in the first place, which is typically um, at those seminars, listen to this podcast, whatever it might be, right? And I've found that for that short spurt of inspiration, until there's a, uh, another shock, we typically forget about it, right? Um, until there's something else that reminds us of it, we, we, we typically forget about it. And then we lose motivation and we lose that, that sense of, uh, I guess, momentum that we might have drawn from that first cycle of motivation that we had. And it started to, 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 to really piss me off uh, because I'd go through these, like, cycles of momentum and cycles of motivation and start going a little bit fucking insane. And I don't know... I'm not exactly sure what it was, but I started researching, I guess, uncommon motivation for myself. I started realizing what motivated me more than researching it. It's probably a better way to explain it. I started personally realizing what motivated me more, and it was definitely uh, being motivated by pain and not pleasure, right? Uh, some people were motivated by pleasure. Some, made, some people were motivated by pain. I know that for myself, I'm definitely more so motivated by pain. And I was chatting with Michelle about this earlier today too, and sometimes you have to like manufacture the picture of pain um, within your mind's eye in order for you to actually not do the work. Like so, in order for you to do the work, because you need to remind yourself of what not w doing the work looks like. Because you go through your day, you get that that, that small ounce of motivation, and you go through your day, and then you end up um, getting distracted, or you get end up um, opening up a client email, and it throws you off guard, and you completely forget about the cost of not doing something, you get distracted and you go somewhere else, you've got to go to a kid's appointment or you've got to um, pick a wife up from somewhere and you, you genuinely fucking forget about that small answer motivation you might have had. And I found that the more that I remind myself of the cost of not doing the work, the more work that I do. The more that I remind myself that if I don't do this, I'm not going to be able to provide Michelle the certainty she deserves in her life. If I don't do this, I'm not going to progress in business that, in the business that I want to right now. If I don't train our team, I'm not going to be able to buy back that time to be able to invest into more, um, I guess, personal development for myself to be able to go and scale the business to a different level. If I don't put, if I don't do these things, and I don't remind myself that I must do these things, then I need. Like, sorry, then they won't happen. I won't be motivated to do so. But it's typically like 
if I don't do the work, you need to come up with your own hundred reasons, right? Like, if I don't train my team, what doesn't happen? If I don't um, make my sales calls today, what doesn't happen, right? Like, maybe you don't eat this month. I don't fucking know. If I don't do insert task, what doesn't happen, right? If I don't do insert task, what doesn't happen? And what's the what's the five-day, five-month, five-year consequences of that? And how would I feel if... I didn't actually um, have that manifest, right? Like, how would I feel? And then what can I do before I go to bed tonight in order to make sure that that doesn't happen? These are things that we can control so we can bring out the best things that we want to life. And for me, I, uh, I'm a little bit crazy. And I've started doing something that's been a huge game changer for myself and a huge game changer for many of the people in our programs. And I, I, I started, I, I wrote down a hundred reasons that, a hundred reasons for, like a hundred reasons essentially for me to remind myself of what not doing the work would cost me. And there was like a huge, huge, huge list of things. I wrote them down. Some were emotional, some were physical, some were practical in loss of team. Some were, you know, Michelle wanted to leave me. Some were... Um, you know, my having to ask my mother for money and beg for that, like, like I, I wrote down a hundred different reasons why me not training my team would um, be like bad for me. A hundred reasons why me not doing sales activity would be bad. A hundred reasons why not marketing would be bad. A hundred reasons why not doing this podcast would be bad. All these different things, right? And then what I did is I recorded myself listening to them and. When I record, sorry, I recorded myself saying them, right? All 100 of them. I think it's it's an 11 minute recording, and I've set a timer on my phone twice per day, once at uh, 9 a.m. and once at around 3 p.m. to listen to the recording to remind myself of the costs of not doing the work. And I have found that there is resistance to listening some days because it's like. You know, when I do, when I listen to this, I know that I'm going to get out of my own way, and I actually have to do the work then, right? But I found it's it, it's kept the, the the cost of not doing the work front of mind, and it's put me in a position where, when I am feeling low, I listen to it, and it reminds me, oh, I'm letting my emotions get in the way of the things that I truly want in my life, and if I let that happen, what's going to happen is these things are not going to happen, right? Like the things that I want are not going to come to life. And all the fears and all the uncertainties that I'm trying to run from are going to manifest and I'll have to end up doing the insert fucked up things I don't want to do that's going to make me feel significantly worse consistently more on a not. And I found that by doing this, it's created a world where I feel unstoppable, right? And it is something that I truly believe that most people would be able to actually change. As an example, we have a client in our program whose name is uh, Steve, and Steve was having a, a, a hard time with uh, you know doing his sales activities and all sort of stuff as well. And I got him to do this task, and I also get him to write down a hundred reasons why he was worthy of the things that he wanted. So a hundred reasons why, um, like he, he he must do the work, so the cost of inaction, and a hundred reasons why he's worthy of it, right? To to to, to um to like a scale weigh out the options and give him both perspectives on both sides and record and listen to it 
And he, he, he hadn't signed a client in a fair while, right? And it was just because he, he was sabotaging a little bit and wasn't taking the full responsibility. And in since doing it, he said he feels un, uh, unstoppable again. And I think he signed uh, three or four clients last week just because he ended up finding a way to motivate himself to do so, right? But I have clients who are hiring client success managers, appointment setters, sales salespeople who are experiencing the same stuff because they're, they're going, man, I can't, like if I don't do the work, I won't have someone to be able to do sales for me. If I don't build this SOP, I won't be able to have someone to do sales for me. If I don't um, do X, Y, and Z, I won't be able to get the thing that I said that I wanted in my life. And if I do, and if I, if I don't do it today, I'm going to end up feeling like an absolute piece of shit. And that's exactly what I don't want in my life, right? I'm not. I, if I don't do it, I'll disappoint myself, and I, I don't want to wake up disappointing myself, and I don't want to disappoint my wife anymore, whatever it is, right? Um, and I've found by using this small hack of recording yourself and listening to it uh, on a on a, on a two time per day basis, it will get you out of your own sabotaging nature. And by getting yourself out of that sabotaging nature, it puts you into consistent action again. And when you go into consistent action, consistent action, you can then go through the process of getting the things you want in your life and getting out of your own way enough to do so. Now, you'll you'll start to notice that by the a couple months in. The things that you are running from, right, actually have already come true. And you should take a moment to sit there and say, wow, I, I'm so grateful for where I am right now. But this is where you need to start continually rewriting your costs of inaction that are based on your current reality, right? Because you'll say, cool, if I don't do the sales activity, then, you do, th- then you're in the habit of doing the sales activity and you have more things you need to do. Maybe you need to actually... Um, go through the process of hiring new people, right? Like, and if I don't hire new people, I'm going to end up in a position where I have to do the work forever and I have to work more hours and I have to be repetitive and I have to feel shitty about this and I have to be living in fear because I, I'm tired and if I don't do the work, then I'm fucked up or whatever it is, right? Um, and the cycle repeats. But I've found that creating a new set of uh, costs of like inaction, it gives you a world where you can actually create a new reality consistently over and over again. And I just thought that illustrating my reasoning for why I believe people fail being that they just aren't reminding themselves enough of actually, um, of of the reasons why they must succeed. I think most people fail because they get motivated by listening to a book, listening to a podcast like this, whatever it might be, and they, they don't actually have enough of the reminders set apart or around them that would remind them the cost of not doing the work. Because when I'm reminded of these things, like the like, like the, uh, the the petrol gauge going off in my car, the, the gas gauge going off in the car, saying you must get petrol, it puts you, it springs you into action. Otherwise, you know that you'll end up getting left on the highway because you let the car run completely low. Even though you said, "Man, I'm sure that I know my car. I know it well enough. We'll be fine." Then that day happens where you don't know your fucking car. And you, uh, you, you you lose control on the highway, or so you lose, um, it runs out of petrol on the highway and you have to call someone. It's, it's happened to me before. It's fucked up. But if we remind ourselves and proactively remind ourselves and top our petrol tank up and top our, 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 remem- our reminder tank up on a daily basis, twice per day, of the cost of not doing the work, we will consistently be in action mode and consistently upgrading the cost of not doing the work by consistently upgrading the problems that we're solving in our world 
We'll have the more money we want. We have the most money we could ever want in our world. We have the, the relationship we want. We have the family we want. We have the business we want. We have all the things. We have the body we want. We have all the things we said that we want. All because we have reminded ourselves of the cost of not doing these things. And I challenge you, right? If, if Even if you are doing well right now, I still challenge you to create your list of 100 reasons why you not doing the work would be the worst thing in the world for you. Like, think about it in 30 days from now, if nothing had changed, um, how would you be feeling, right? Like, what, what, what would you be saying to yourself, right? Like, go deep. It should hurt. It should pain you into wanting to do it immediately right now, right? By doing this and then recording and listening to yourself, you will literally change your fucking life, right? Like, it will be world, like, worlds apart difference, chalk and cheese, right? You, you will be a different human. Um, what this doesn't mean, just so you know, is, is it doesn't mean you're going to start succeeding at, at, at any cost. Maybe your, your, your strategy might still suck, right? But at least you're not doing, at least you're not, not doing the work, right? If it's your strategy that sucks at that point, like, that's when you come to speak to someone like us and we can give you the right stuff to do so that now that you are highly motivated and highly motivated all the time, we can give you the right stuff to do and you can be crushing it all the fucking time. And we can help you all assemble a team. We can help you get your, your sales or we can help you get your marketing or whatever the fuck it is, right? These are the things we can do in these contexts. But at least I know that you'll be a highly motivated person by doing so. So I challenge you to do so. I challenge you to write this stuff down. I challenge you to do a recording. I challenge you to listen to it. And I challenge you to think, what if I were to do this and what if it did work out, right? Where would you be in a month from today if you started doing all the work? Where would you be tomorrow if you got out on your way and started doing the work? Uh, this might sound like a really like crazy, crazy, simple thing to do, but I'm telling you right now, if you were to do this and do it consistently, your life will change. If you do this, I want you to reach out to me and message me and tell me what it's done to your inner psychology and how much it has changed you as a human. And when you do this and you start experiencing and you start feeling it, I strongly recommend that you share this podcast with every single person that you truly believe could use a kick up the ass and genuinely want to see succeed in every area of their life. Share it with every person on your team. Share it with every uh, business owner that you know that you know needs a tune-up in this area. And that is the only price of admission for listening to this podcast. If you listen to it and you don't do that, then I'm I'm going to hunt you down, right? Like, you are not playing full out. You are not being uh, someone who is genuinely trying to change uh, themselves and, and, and the rest of the world at the same time, too. Um, and that's, that, that's not what we're here for, right? I strongly, strongly, strongly am requesting you to do that. And uh, my, 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 my belief is that when you do this, you will actually get everything you want in your life. Irrespective, uh, I hope that this has been helpful. I know that once you implement this, it will be the most helpful thing that you've probably ever done. I believe in you. I think you are worthy of it. And I never want you to settle for second best ever again. My whole purpose in, the, my whole purpose in doing this podcast is so that you can live in a world of limitlessness for yourself. I want you to live limitless, and I want you to start by thinking about what not, limit, what not doing these things would create more of in your life and then giving yourself some reasons as to why you should do the work. I appreciate you. I uh, want you to share this with three people and let me know when you've done the work by 
creating reasons for you to do the work and listening to that 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 recording and let me know um when you share this with three people as well and i uh i would love to uh to hear from you guys live limitlessly like i said never settle for second guess best and i'll speak to you guys soon peace